Paranorm podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat all things true crime and paranormal. (laughs) I almost jumped the gun. (laughs) Said my name in the middle of that spiel. (laughs) I'm Emily. I'm Sierra. (laughs) And we're kind of questioning whether or not we are who we are, apparently. Uh. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. I think it's like today is all backwards and I don't know what's going on. So, okay. <laughs> We're starting out great. I can't even get through what I fucking was talking about. We're talking about some fucked up shit, okay? Always. <laughs> but before we before we do, <laughs> I mean, I think they can gather how we are right now. Yeah, apparently we're on some kind of weird <laughs> trip right now. <laughs> I'm going on a trip, and I'm taking apples and bananas and... What the fuck? What? Have you ever played that? No. Um, it's like a car game. Well, you, could, you don't have to play it in the car, but you can play it in the car. And you say, I'm going on a trip, and you could say, like, we're going on a trip to Disney, and we're taking, and then you have to name something that starts with the A. Oh, okay. And then okay. the next person has to say what you said and something that starts with the B, mm. and you go all the way until you get to Z. Yeah, no. My brothers would never do that. <laughs> mm. Or we play, like, word association. So, like, I say a word, then you have to say something that's a word that's related to my word oh see that wouldn't work with me because like I could relate anything to anything else because like in my brain it connects like canoes and apples okay because you go canoeing in the mountains and then there's orchards in the mountains and then you can pick apples at orchards This is how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, you're only allowed one step. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like 30 steps ahead. <laughs> Look. I mean, obviously, anybody can make two things connect if you put enough steps in the middle. <laughs> That's how my brain works. Well, I guess you would lose then. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would suck at that game. Um, anyway, how was your week? <laughs> can't even right now (laughs) (laughs) anyway it was very interesting because one we had a homecoming week and oh she got to dress up in cute little costumes all week it was adorable um i like the 50s one the best yeah and then uh, some kid some kid was a straight up asshole and i was ready to fight a bitch and then that same kid uh was like when i wore the 50s thing and he was like um, he was like, I don't mean to be rude, but like, you're rude. Fuck off. No, not about that. About this, about the fifties. He's like, I don't want to be rude, but is that kind of like racist? What? How is that racist? Because I guess he was thinking like civil rights and like. Oh my god. <clears throat> I was like, I mean, I understand like where your thought process is, but like, 
no. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, I understand where you're coming from, but, like, the act of, or the actual clothes that existed were not racist. Unless it was, like, appropriating, obviously, but, like, you weren't appropriating anything. You were literally wearing what 50, white women wore in the 50s. Like, so. It was a whole thing, but it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, kids are weird, man. Yeah. Anyway, it's my last week at my job. I'm pretty fucking psyched. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the day this comes out is my last day. Yep. So fucking pumped, y'all. Cannot wait. Enthused. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty boring week. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Not, I mean, we got followed home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that did happen this um, week. Yeah, it did. It feels like a fucking lifetime ago, but we yeah. got followed. Um, as we may have mentioned on here, I have really bad road rage. We've definitely mentioned and you definitely did. I have really bad road rage, y'all. Um, it, it is what it is, I guess. I don't I don't feel like I'm changing anytime soon. Um <laughs> Anyway, I have bad road rage and I brake check someone because it is not illegal to do so in the state of North Carolina. It is, however, illegal in the state of North Carolina to tailgate. Um, so we, um, Sierra was in the car with me and I brake checked this mm-hmm. person in a truck and they proceeded to drive up beside us and like call me a whole bunch of names. And then they uh, followed us for about 10 minutes. They followed us to our neighborhood and then we obviously did not go home because um, that would be dumb. Uh, so we drove t- <laughs> We drove to the police station. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were driving in the direction, the direction of, of the police station and they left. Um, but yeah, it was definitely an interesting moment. I was just like, can we just go home? Like, why can't you just like go do something else with your time, your life, I mean, your attitude, whatever? Yeah. I'm like, and like, I am way too stubborn to have given up because I was driving like 15 miles per hour. Like, I. I had all the time in the world. Yep. So, yeah, the road rage is real. <laughs> so, on to the case this week. The situation okay. case that we're talking about is um, the disappearance of Young Jong Song. And then her name, or like her American name, is Cindy. Is that the correct way to say that? How? how like... Her English name? I guess so. Her like, English name the is The name Cindy? that she takes when she yeah. sp- is, like, yeah. speaking English. Yes. Like, if you're in class and you make up a name for yourself in that, that's mm-hmm. common in that language. Yeah, yeah. So that was Cindy. Cindy's song was born in South Korea on February 25th, 1980. Um, in the mid-90s, Cindy moved to Virginia to live with her aunt and uncle and to attend school. Um, in America, she was accepted into Pennsylvania State University, where she majored in integrative arts, a course that combined engineering, communications, and science. So she was a smart woman. Hmm. Okay. Why'd you say, hmm? It's just an interesting combination of yeah. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, was a, she was in her senior year in 2001 and would be graduating in the spring of the following year. Mm-hmm. Um, Cindy worked two part-time jobs between classes. Uh, the degree she was studying was a student design program where she created her own curriculum, mm. which is 
I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, the course was designed to be difficult, and combining that with multiple jobs, Cindy was disciplined and focused on the goal of graduating. So, like, she had a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, on the 31st of October, Cindy decided to have a night off from her studies and celebrate the holiday. So, I know we've talked about this before, but missing people are, like, one of my, like, mm-hmm. one of the things that really freak me out. Um, and spoiler alert, Cindy goes missing. Uh, cause I mean, I did say the disappearance, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I just felt like this was so fitting to close out our Halloween month, you know, with something that truly freaks me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cindy and her friends, Stacy Pike and Le- Lisa Kim were set to attend a costume party at Players Nightclub on College Avenue. Uh, dressed as bunny in white tennis skirt, bunny ears, and a tail, she arrived at the party where she met her friends. The trio stayed till about 2 a.m. the following morning when they moved on to a friend's apartment to continue the party and play video games. Um, Cindy was dropped off by her friends at 4 a.m. on Thursday the 1st. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, literally has not stopped partying. You know, she partied all through the night. Um, outside of the park apartments on Clinton Avenue, the place she lived, Mm -hmm. this was the last time they saw her as from this point, Cindy Song disappeared. Uh, Cindy's roommate returned from visiting family later that day and wasn't concerned about Cindy not being home. Um, the door was locked and nothing looked out of place. Mm -hmm. After three days, her friends became concerned about her lack of contact and called the police on the 4th of November. I feel like three days is a long time for the roommate to not. It wasn't even the roommate. It was. The I friend. know that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like that's so strange. Like if I don't see you or Chloe for three fucking days. I guess it would depend. What's her normal? Is she usually there? Yeah, every I mean day? she does. She does work two jobs and school on top of that. So. I mean, it might have not been strained for for their dynamic. Well, and like, also like. You know, you if you like, oh, I just missed her. I must have missed her, or mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, I wonder when she was working today. You know, and like, it's like early two thousand and one, so well, late two thousand and one. So I don't know, like, cell phone wise, right? But they probably didn't have cell phones. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah, it may or may not have been weird. It just depends, I guess. I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? Uh, this little, this little, um. Oh, okay. Sierra's scaring the shit out of me. (sighs) Anyway, Cindy definitely reached her apartment. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. this is the things that we know for sure, okay? Okay. So, Cindy definitely reached her apartment as her backpack that she had at the party was present. There was also a set of false eyelashes that she had worn with her bunny costume in her room, and her phone was still in her backpack. So, she had a phone. Um, but like, I feel like if you're taking off your eyelashes, you know, you're not planning to go anywhere. Like you're kind of done. Mm-hmm. Like I would not take my eyelashes off if I'm like going to go Still back playing, out, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. like someone's coming over, you know, and your phone, like how often are we without our, well, okay. That doesn't count for me because I lose my phone so much, but <laughs> But, like, I just feel like it just, it's it's interesting at the very least to me, you know? 
It is believed that Cindy went to a nearby 24-hour store in her costume after she had dropped off her things as her keys and her purse were missing. Investigators checked her phone records and there were no calls made and there was no activity on any of her credit cards. They also read her emails and confirmed that there was no suspicious activity there either. Um, there were concert tickets set to take place in a couple days and a receipt for a new computer that was due to be delivered in Cindy's room. So, like, all things that would point to her not just, like, walking away from her life, you mm-hmm. know? Because, like, we have hockey tickets and I'm definitely not disappearing before <laughs> I go to this hockey game, <laughs> you know? Like, in a new computer. That's not, like, a cheap yeah. expense. Yeah. So... From all accounts, she was happy and expecting to continue with her life after she got home from the party, which, like, you never know how somebody is actually feeling. So, mm-hmm. like, that's, that's, um, subjective. Subjective at most. Thank you. Uh, the police didn't believe that she had run away. So, at least there's that going for them or for her. Volunteers would search the nearby woods, but there was no trace of Sydney, and because it was 2001, there was no GPS tracking available and no social media to check. It was easy um, to stay lost. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's surprising to me how they did anything. You know, like, how they solved anything. Mm Mm-hmm. Take a lot longer. Yeah. So a few days after Cindy was reported missing, an eyewitness came forward to tell police that a woman who looked like Cindy was dragged, kicking and screaming into a car in Philadelphia's Chinatown district, nearly 200 miles away. Also, I have I have beef with this eyewitness. Okay. If you see a woman being mm-hmm. dragged away, kicking and screaming... And like, oh, okay. Oh. Maybe, maybe make a, maybe I should make a mental note about that and like a few days later tell someone. Like, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. The witness said that the woman was forced into a vehicle by a man who yelled at the witness to leave them alone. But like, it just, common sense does not live here. Well, it's also, it happens very fast and not everybody is like, as, a, you know, uh, doesn't pay as much attention as other, you know, other people. Yeah. So it just, if they were like, if they were going somewhere and they like had that on the brain, they just like saw it and it's like, and then it was over by the time they even thought like to do something. Mm-hmm. So after that first kind of report Mm -hmm. kind of fizzles out. The police investigate it, but they don't really have, like, a whole bunch to go on Mm -hmm. um, because they didn't even get, like, a car make a model, like, really a well description of the man or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, They turn to uh, one of my favorite shows, (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the the case... Oops, sorry, y'all. The case was um, investigated... We're going to say that it was, it was (laughs) recounted. There we Mm -hmm. go. Um, on an episode of unsolved mysteries and it aired on 18th of September, 2002. Um, and that obviously led to some leads, but again, nothing concrete. So in 2003, bank robber and serial killer Hugo Solinsky was brought in as a suspect in Cindy's disappearance. 
An informant told police that Selinsky had abducted a woman along with his co- accomplice, Michael Kurowski, and kept her in a walk-in freezer until she died. Selinsky admitted to abducting Cindy, but told investigators that Kurowski was the one who killed her and kept her bunny ears she was wearing as a souvenir, which is disgusting. Uh, Selinsky told police that he and his accomplice mistook Cindy for a sex worker and kidnapped her. He said that Cindy's body was buried in Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, and police then searched Serensky's home and found multiple bodies buried in his yard, but none of them were Cindy's after, like, extensive DNA testing. Um, one of these bodies was Michael Kurowski's girlfriend, Tammy Fassett. Mm-hmm. Uh, the discovery of Kurowski's body meant that the investigators hit a dead end with their search for Cindy. There were no other suspects, like, other than the one in, like, Chinatown. Mm-hmm. But that one kind of was just like, oh, hey, this happened. Um, police were unable to prove that Selinsky's involvement in Cindy's kidnapping, and he has never been charged. Um, while Cindy's mother heard the news that her daughter was missing, she traveled from South Korea to aid in the search. Um, she kept her daughter's, her daughter's story alive and generated international coverage of the case. However, there has been no new leads on it. Like, the most recent article I found about it was in 2019. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that is the case of Cindy Song. Which is just so fucking sad. Yeah. She had so much going. Yeah, and somebody who didn't know her probably just... Yeah. So did um the guy that they, whatever his name is... Selinsky. Yeah, say, like, where he took her from? And, like... No, th- they couldn't even prove... Like, he couldn't even, like, so, like concretely prove that it was Cindy. Mm. Um, like... He, because he said that one of the bodies in the backyard was her, but then DNA evidence proved that none of them were her. Um, so like they thought that he just mistook her for someone else, her from someone else that he killed. Because mm. he he was a fucking serial killer. I mean, you can't expect him to remember everybody that he kills, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's just like that's the one of like how many people. You know? Yeah. Who who knows where they are? Nobody has any idea like, I mean, what happened to them. And that's just the whole that's the whole thing I find mind bogglingly like creepy is that someone can just disappear like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that unsettles me. Like that no thank you. It's just that's why I always call you and like, where are you? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So y'all <laughs> Well, I, mean, I just need to end this on a lighter note so I can I can go on about my day. Um, so yest- yesterday, um, Sierra was home and she was doing something and I was in here talking to her in the living room and she got up and I thought she went into her bedroom. <laughs> I was like, are you coming back? <laughs> and she, she goes, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> and if that doesn't like, solidify how clingy I am <laughs> when it comes to Sierra. <laughs> like, I just, like, got up and was like, yo, you're coming this way, so I'm gonna go to my room. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> oh. just wanted to go to the bathroom and pee. <laughs> Mags. What are you doing in there, Mom? Basically, what that's all doing? Mags does. I just got Mags a new bed, and it is like a little bed that she can like burrow into. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. It's coming today. I'm so excited to see it. Um, and it's memory foam, so she's going to be sleeping the high life. <laughs> More so than she already does. More so than she already does. She's sleeping on that bed that she's had for a while now, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like she needs an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. She's my little princess. <laughs> All right, everybody. Your well, rugged, dirty princess. My rugged, dirty princess, who is a vicious pit bull. Mm-hmm. Eat your face off. She's gonna eat your face off. That's what I literally, <laughs> literally tell her. Like I'll be like squishing her face and like giving her kisses and everything. I'm like, you're gonna eat everybody's face off, aren't you? And she just stares at me like you fucking moron. <laughs> she, to be clear, she's never bitten anybody on purpose. Like obviously, like when you play with a dog. Yeah, that's 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 like that's what they do. But um, anyway, that's that's enough about me rambling. We're gonna we're gonna be on a break for two weeks. Well, we'll be off for one week. One week, we'll as usual. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great Halloween. I'm going to a Halloween party. I'm not. Thank goodness. Yeah, we're not having one this year, and I'm pretty sad about it. We Sierra and I ourselves are not having one mm-hmm. this year, and I'm pretty sad about it. Um, but I'm going to another Halloween party, and as we all know, I hate people, so this should be interesting. Um, at least when it's at my house, I can, you know, go home at any time. <laughs> like, it's over. Everybody get out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's what I did last year. <laughs> mm, yeah. All right. Well, wish me luck. I hope you guys have a great Halloween. Um, send us some emails if anything spooky happens. Sierra, plug all the things so they can do so. Uh, well, since you said emails, I may as well give you that first. Okay. Podcast at gmail.com. And then you can find us on social media on Instagram and Facebook, Paranorm Podcast, where we post uh, what's happening in this week's episode, photos, and links to our website, which includes the sources. Uh, we also have, uh, hopefully you already know and you've seen them, personal resources on there. Um, if you're interested in therapy or social justice or anything like that. If there's stuff in your home life that is going on and you need help, there's stuff on that. Um, so just check it out. There's all sorts of good stuff on there for you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and none of it is connected to us, um, in the resources for you section. Um, so like, you don't have to worry about us, like hearing whatever it is, is going on in your life. No, that is completely between whoever you are talking to. This week, remember that, that when you were calling me? Oh, that was so strange. So like Emily called me, it was at the end of the day, or it was sometime during the week. I don't know, I week. call you a lot, so. It was sometime during the week, and I, she was talking to me, and then every once in a while, I would hear, like, another conversation. I couldn't hear anything, though. I could only hear you. And so, I, I was hearing this other conversation. Um, I know there was, like, there was, like, at least two people, like, actually talking, and then they were talking about... This other not other person named Michael, like he was supposed to have done something. Michael was fucking shit up. And uh, the guy was like, "Well, I'll try to get it from another vendor." Like I feel like it was like some kind of business meeting, like uh-huh. like a group meeting or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, 
who is talking? And you were just like, nobody. And yeah, I'm, like, I don't hear anything. I'm like, you don't hear that? Like, there was a lady and at least one guy and then Michael, whoever the heck that is. Basically, Sierra was stroking out on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, and I, I had, like, it wasn't another, like, tab that was, op- like, another thing that was open yeah. or anything. Yeah. I closed everything except for the phone call and... I Eventually, could... I just hung up and yeah. called you back, and then when it when I called you back, it was fine. Yeah, but it, it was, was just so strange. It was, really it was very, very. It, it unnerved me a little bit. Yeah, because like, what if that happens to somebody else and they hear our phone call? I'm. I already know I'm on multiple list, so I'll probably get put on another one. I don't think it was like FBI, so. <laughs> it was not. And maybe they were using code words. I don't know. Who knows? We'll never know. Michael needs to get his shit together, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, All right. Well, go to our website, Paranormal Podcast. You know, it, just just Google us. I'm I'm in a mood. I'm gonna go drink some wine. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.